I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am recording this podcast while I am sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room by the fireplace. I have kindling in place, a couple of logs stacked on top. When I am finished recording this podcast, I am going to start a big, beautiful, warm, cozy fire. And I may try to interest my lady wonder wench in an experiment that has to do with shared bodily warmth. <laughs> it is so cold out. Now, when somebody says hello, you can see the lips move, and there's this little puff of cloud that comes out of the mouth. But all you hear is a little clunk <laughs> because the frozen sound of the word hits the ground. You got to pick it up and thaw it out to hear it. It is so cold. How cold is it? Flocks of chickens are trying to break into the KFC so they can warm up in the fryer. Male dogs are getting stuck to fire hydrants in the most embarrassing way. Guys are no longer accepting phone calls from wise guy relatives in Florida. People are shivering like donuts at a Weight Watchers meeting. Picture that. (laughs) When I came into the house from getting the mail this morning, I spent a few minutes standing in front of the refrigerator to warm up. Playboy magazine can't publish because there is no amount of money that can make a girl take her clothes off. What are we going to do? (laughs) Hitchhikers are holding up pictures of their thumbs. The optician down the block is giving away free ice scrapers with every new pair of eyeglasses. Over by the town hall a while ago, a streaker froze in mid-streak. It is said the town council decided to just stick a plaque on him and pretend he was a Greek statue until spring. (laughs) My buddy Randy next door said he chipped a tooth on his coffee this morning. It is said that some of the few Lenape Indians that are left around here asked their medicine man if the winter was going to be cold. He didn't know for sure, so he just told him that, yes, it will be cold. You should go and collect firewood to be prepared. Then he called the National Weather Service and asked, Is this winter going to be cold? The weather guy said, Yes, this winter is going to be quite cold. So the medicine man went back to speed up his people to collect even more firewood so they'd be prepared. A week later, the medicine man called the weather service again and asked if it was going to be a very cold winter. The weather guy said, Yes. I can guarantee this is going to be a very cold winter. So the medicine man went back to his people, told them to go and find every scrap of wood they can find. Two weeks later, he called the weather guy again, and he said, Are you sure it's going to be a very cold winter? The guy answered, Absolutely, the Indians are collecting firewood like crazy. (laughs) All right. As crazy cold as it is here, In a minute, I'm going to give you a poem that one of you sent me about maybe civilization's coldest outpost. Talk about needing some shared bodily warmth. Dexter Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff 
for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's giving you chills out the other ear, and you can calm down and get cozy. The world's largest herd of Holstein cows is in Michigan. It's in a town called... (laughs) Wait, Wait for it. I'm not kidding about this. It's in a town called Elsie. That's where the world's largest herd of Holstein cows is. Elsie, Michigan. I hope the farmers there warm their fingers before they do the milking tonight. Because if they don't, there is a distinct possibility of actually seeing a cow jump over the moon. If the answer is Rose Bowl, what is the question? The answer is Rose Bowl, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. Tell you in a minute. If the answer is Rose Bowl, what is the question? On hot days, a baseball travels farther than on cold days because the air is thinner. That's a fact. That's also one reason there's no baseball in the winter with cold days like these. Because it wouldn't be exciting. A baseball home run would travel about two feet. Who would cheer for that? The term brain freeze was invented by 7-Eleven. Now, that makes me wonder. The 7-Eleven down the street from here has a big sign out in front that says, Open 24-7. So, my question is, if they're open all the time, why do they have a lock on the front door, huh? The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that you emit a half a ton of carbon just by breathing. I probably emit a lot more than that when my lady wonder wench walks into the room wearing just her two-piece. It's what I call her bedroom slippers, her two-piece. All right, if the answer is Rose Bowl, the question is, what do you say when it's Rose's turn at the bowling alley? Rose Bowl. (laughs) Ah, come on, I got to get your mind out of the gutter to knock all of that one down. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. Well, housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you will be doing me a favor. Time for some serious shared bodily warmth. We are God's frozen people. Guys around here are wearing their hair pieces upside down these days to keep a little warmer. The forecast was for three inches of snow. Look out the window. Looks like we got miles of it. (laughs) Actually, I kind of like snow. Because when there's snow on the ground, my garden looks just as good as my neighbor Randy's garden. It is cold here. But I guess it's not as cold as it is in Massachusetts. Because listen to the poem that one of you sent me a little while ago. Quote, It's winter in Massachusetts, and the gentle breezes blow at 70 miles an hour and 35 below. Oh, how I love Massachusetts when the snow is up to your butt. You take a breath of winter, and your nose gets frozen shut. Yes, the weather here is wonderful, as I guess I'll hang around. I could never leave Massachusetts, because I'm frozen to the ground. End quote. It was in Massachusetts many winters ago, all the way back 
when I first knew my lady wonder wench that I wrote this story. icy midnight air makes ground glass of the late winter sky. The earth is a purple cave behind the Niagara of the Milky Way. A DC-9's rumble echoes in the canyon etched by its own vapor trail, a shimmering silver chalice toasting the universe with the champagne of man himself. After a winter of snow, this night pours from the dipper clean, clear, and cold. It's a traveling night. It's the kind of night that drives some men's minds to send Apollo looking back over the shoulder of the moon at our emerald earth. I have a journey planned, too, a much simpler one. I've traveled it a thousand times, but the thought of discovering you again at its end jabs an edge of black, cold air deeper inside my lungs than I expected, and so I go crashing through the crisp cold, last week's still-frozen sleet snapping under my tearing tires, past boarded windows and desperate doorway dark that seeps into the yellow sponge of the streetlight, through smudged fingers of city air peeling the green paint off a brick wall, the red stoplight sentinels senselessly guarding the right-of-way for empty streets between us, stopping my car and opening my eyes and ears to the uncaged prowlings of the night. The windmill steps of a middle-aged man who has had one too many trying to forget, and in his sagging eyes, the despair of stubborn memories. For an all-night joint, the blue light sandpaper laughter of a night of conquest. At one dim corner, the faint but distinct sound of brushing nylon, cut into lengths by snapping high heels. A solitary figure on a bridge, than a cigarette or a pencil in his hand. Crazy word license plates shining under salt-grimed bumpers. G-I-A-N-T. Driven by a darkly bearded man with steel eyes looking into my rearview mirror. An expensive foreign limousine tagged mogul. Motor running by a curb. A happy skiwi with a ski rack on the back looking like a weather radar antenna searching for more snow. Forty red lights screaming in the wake of a truck on a crossroad, the compressed air bell of an all-night gas station, and those two people kissing happily, right there in the middle of the street. That's worth a big, crazy smile inside. She looked nothing like you, but she made me remember the first time you kissed me back and how the sun turned new blue when I felt you pressing back against me, and red raindrops pounded on my ears. I wrapped strands of your smooth hair gently between my thumb and forefinger, tracing down your cheek and into the valley between your chin and your lips. The intimate excitement of you tingled under the arches of my feet like scuffling barefoot across a deep pile rough wool carpet. Gently rising and swelling electric rivers flowed between us, tempting the woman deep in you to the edges of your mouth for me to taste. You said I made you feel like popcorn in the sun. And we laughed because it was night, and we were saying things that only two people in love may say 
when it's very late. And now here in our front yard, in the moonlit snow, a small pine tree stands quietly like a child in her nightgown. And in this room, we give birth to spring. a winter night a long time ago. That small pine tree towers over the house now. And my lady is sleeping in a lovely little girl sprawl over there. She looks like there should be a teddy bear somewhere near her in the bed. Actually, there was a teddy bear before I came into her life. In fact, she used to tease me about being what she called her teddy bear's barely adequate replacement. That was a winter night a long time ago. Since then, our days and nights have been filled with so many laughs, more than enough tears, too, and plans and music, and lots of shared bodily warmth and love. The story is called Winter from my Love and Touch Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. If you want a fresh copy, please go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love and Touch icon on the homepage. It is quiet and comfortable sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room, right by the fireplace, with the kindling in place and a couple of logs stacked on top. When I am finished recording this podcast... I'm going to start a big, beautiful, warm, cozy fire. In fact, I'm tempted to try to interest my lady wonder wench in an experiment involving shared bodily warmth. (laughs) But I promise I'll be sure to warm up my fingers first. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.